Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason, who never hears the intro song. He just gets to watch me groove along to it. You do groove along. It's very true, yes. <laughs> but look, I... You can bring headphones, or I could get you a pair, and you could wear headphones. Do you think that would that would uh, do you think that would more effectively harmonise the podcast? Because you know sometimes we talk over each other, or nah, you know, I don't, sometimes we're just not on the same wavelength at all. Like for the right entire now, episode. Yes, I went to say something, and then you were saying something. No, no, I was always saying something. <laughs> okay. and you weren't. As far as I know, you were not talking or thinking about. Okay, anything. but no, I don't like wearing headphones though either. So let's just. I, as you let's say, ditch the like, I just take them off. Let's I ditch just, the phones, bro. Yeah, but I'm always worried because this runs through my computer on mm-hmm. that. Like, there's going to be some kind of Twitter ad or whatever. Just playing in the oh, background. Continuously, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's going to happen one day. But uh, not, it's, to, not this day. The, it, the episode gets released and it's like, hey, folks, welcome to the Weekly Planet podcast. And the, the ad's like, hey, James, here's some of that weird stuff you like. <laughs> or it's just an ad where we're like, you got to stop a bunch of zombies coming through a wall. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah, you, know yeah. that, uh, you know that game? It's just that game that you always get on Instagram. Do you get that game? I don't know if I get that. It's just game. like a swarm of zombies and you shoot a car at it and they explode and expand and then you then you need a rocket launcher. I don't know. You shoot a car at it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't okay. know games. All right. I only know comic book movie news. That's very And true. boy, do we have a lot of it this week. We have the death of a comic book legend. I'm just going to mm. go through. There'll be time codes if you want to jump ahead. We've got two films that lost, two huge films that lost big directors this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, CinemaCon happens. So there's a bit of news and whatnot from there. Mm-hmm. So many Sony announcements, which we're going to go through as well. I know you're a big fan. Uh, delays but not dismays, Mason. Spump, baby. Spump it's back in back. a big way. It's never left. No, that's true. Delays but not dismays because mm. there's some big delays happening. Uh, I've got a bit of Michael Caine news. <laughs> okay, this great. This feels more on kind of – this feels like on your wavelength. I saw this and I went, this is Mason like this. And then we're going to talk about Doctor Strange being banned in Saudi Arabia. Whoa. And then we're going to talk about the biggest cameos ever in movies that have ever happened. That's right. And off the back of that – uh, we're going to talk about Ambulance briefly, the movie Ambulance. That's right. Yeah. So, what are we reading? Ambulance. The ambulance. movie Ambulance. That's right. Exactly. Michael Bay's back, baby. He's, All the big hitters. That's Michael true. Bay, mm-hmm. Spum. Yep. Uh, Kevin Smith mentioned Monthbius. He did mention Monthbius. Yeah. yeah. How fun. How fun yeah. for us. Yeah. I don't think he knows who we are. No, I he absolutely think perhaps doesn't. one of his assistants. Oh, uh, my goodness. the podcast or something. Awesome. Hey, if you're that person. Which podcast is better? Tell us. Yeah, tell us. Which tell us on Kevin Smith. Tell, you can tell us. It's I mean, it's him, but you could just say it's yeah, us. Yeah. Tell us, tell us which podcast more successful. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, so it's us. 
I would like to know the numbers oh, like, yeah. com- for comparison. It mm. would be him, but I'd still like to know how sure. far we're behind. Yeah. yeah. He started earlier than us, right? Yeah. But like a decade, like a decade, right? But we're from the streets. That's true, yeah. <laughs> he grew up on a street, as you know. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so legendary comic book artist Neil Adams passed away he did, uh, very this sad. week at, at age 80. Apparently uh, it was due to sepsis uh, complications. Now, if yeah. you're not familiar with Neil Adams... You would no doubt have seen some of his work, or I was going to say repercussions. That sounds bad, right, but yes. like the you know the the impact of that in the modern day. For have one, you ever seen mm, Batman? Yes, and he's not got a shirt on. Hasn't got a shirt on, he, but his cowl is still on, and he's sword fighting a guy. Is he? Is he just hairy? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yes, that's, exactly. That's the, Neil Adams created, I, I think, the quintessential like 1970s era Batman look, like post. Post yeah. the 1960s Batman TV series and what have you, he sort of integrated like he was, that he's credited be- for revitalizing it after yeah. the 60s show. Not that the 60s show like sunk sunk it, but he like reinvented Batman. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Like redesigned the suit and redesigned you know the character and the, and, the, and all the gear and all that sort of stuff. And mm. yeah, created Ra's al Ghul. He did, and Talia al Ghul and mm. Man Bat. Yeah, he also came up with the character John Stewart. That was his creation from uh, from the 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 talk, the talk show host. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. and then he's not his father. He invented him. I'm not sure the specifics of it, <laughs> but that is true. That's yeah. a fact. Now, according to uh, T, I was reading an article on THR. Oh. Uh, he's done a bunch of stuff, good stuff for comic creators as well. Anyways, he also works tirelessly to promote better working conditions. This is via THR, as mentioned, uh, which was radical at the time. So this includes creator rights, um, especially for their work. And he early on recognized the value of creators and was a thorn in the side of publishers, demanding compensation for himself and others when their characters were adapted off the page. Yeah, especially Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, creators was of Superman. Big proponent of that. Yeah. He also helped, the, helped change the practice of comic book publishers keeping their original art by artists or even shredding or tossing it. Uh, influencing companies to establish policies of returning the art, something that allowed artists to enjoy a second income stream. So the biggest case for this was Jack Kirby, mm. the co-creator of uh, Fantastic Four, Thor, X Men, and Hulk. Yes. So yeah, a lot of just a lot of good stuff going on. You know what I mean? He wasn't a blight on the comic book industry. <laughs> That's true. Like say. I don't have an answer, James. <laughs> Every creator is beautiful as far as I'm concerned. He also created continuity comics, which was like his creator yes, own imprint. Yes, he did. Like in the style of image comics. Uh, I was Bucky O'Hare? Bucky O'Hare was a continuity comics yeah. uh, and, and uh, creation and everybody who created stuff, they got, you know, they they didn't, they didn't weren't they got a knife. the man. They did get a knife. Yeah. And, uh, and, and every week they threatened Neil and they're like, give me my creator's rights. And he's like. Should, you can have him, but he, he didn't want to. It was the knife. <laughs> that's why he put the knife in. Yeah, he yeah. knew that was the yeah. backup plan. That's if he exactly ever, right. Yeah. If you ever went right, yeah. So yeah, he, one of the one of the uh, comics that I read as a kid from him was uh, was Cyber Rad. Oh yeah, which is about a it was like a, a glam rock and roll dude who woke up one day and his body had been like turned into a cyborg. God, it, it sounds rad. like it rad. It sounds like that's the kind of thing that would have a like a video game crossover with Cool Spot. Do you know what I mean? It oh yeah, like that Cyber kind of cool spot. But it was before. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at Cyberad now. No, I've never heard of this. There you go. Wow, I meant to be a cool rock and roll dude and being a cool cyborg. Man. I can't. I can't do it. No, you can't. Anyways, what a, what a legacy. Yeah. Good on him. Uh, Eighty years, you know, pretty good. That's a good innings. But still, you know, it sucks that he's gone. Speaking of uh, sucks that he's gone, Mason, but this person isn't dead. That's just a poor segue into this. Oh, it's so poor. Mm. How might, Kevin might be even worse depending on who this is. It's true. How are Kevin Smith's segues? Pretty good. 
I imagine. Yeah, I try not to dip. I imagine in... he has an actual segue. It's true. Uh, actually, he's doing a lot of running. He's always running a canyon. I try not to listen to his podcast anymore because I'm like, I'm just going to start doing that. So I'm just going to not. <laughs> okay. It's like how I don't watch trailer breakdowns because I'm like, I'm no, no, thank you. Mm. Anyways, Mason, I'll just do it my own way. Exactly. My own bad way. <laughs> so Fast X. We didn't mention this last week, but Fast Ten is called Fast X. Mm. As, as an affront to God, they right? went with the title Fast X. Yeah. On purpose, right? I was opposed to Fast Ten. Yeah. Yeah. I d- Sure. Anyways, somebody must have been upset because uh, Justin Lin, the director mm. of this movie and four to five others mm. in the franchise. Mere days before starting production. Well, it had already I mean, started, started. Sorry, mere days into starting yeah, production. Yeah, I, I, so I'll go through his statement and then I'm going to talk more about the fallout from this. Okay. So he said, with the support of Universal, I had made the, I've made the difficult de- decision to step back as a director of Fast X while remaining with the project as producer over 10 years and five films, uh, there you go, uh, we've been able to shoot the, uh, shoot the best actors, the best stunts, and the best damn car chases. On a personal note, as the child of Asian immigrants, I am proud of helping to build the most diverse franchise in movie history. I will forever be grateful to the amazing cast, crew, and studio for their support and, wel- for, and for welcoming me into the Fast family. Now, Deadline have said, that the split is amicable. Mm. Now, uh, people have speculated and it has been said that it's probably... Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> not, like, <laughs> not like Vin Diesel kicked him out, but there has been uh-huh. a, you know, there's been a clash because, I mean, it is Vin Diesel's franchise at this point. Yeah, I guess you know that's what I mean? True, yeah. Like he is, like like him or not, yeah. he that's he's runs that show. I feel I read somewhere there's, there's some stipulation that, Vin Diesel cannot direct this movie. Oh, why is that? I don't know. But I've I, got, I just I've read got, it on Twitter, so it must be true. It must be. Well, but, but I mean, the idea, you know, obviously the when a star is, you know, the the the, the iconic image of them of a movie or a movie franchise. Yeah. In a lot of ways, even if they aren't directing it, they in a they in a lot of ways they are Absolutely true, it, you know? yeah, so, exactly. Like Tom Cruise yeah. doesn't direct the uh the, the Mission Impossible movies, but he I imagine. But he does gets, he? Great question. I imagine he gets a vast amount of input into how those yeah. are put together. The new one's called Dead Reckoning. Oh, we're going to talk about oh, that, okay, yeah, right. but thanks for getting ahead of me, Mason. You're welcome. That's not your one bit of news. You're welcome, James. So I don't know if you saw this. This was actually as production started. This is Vin Diesel in what looks like a hostage situation. Oh, is that Justin Lin? Justin Lin. So here we go. I'm going to play this for you. Okay. What do you think, Justin? Week one. Just finished week one. How does it feel? feels like the beginning of... Uh... Of an epic ending. <laughs> Is it fair to say that this will be the best one? In my heart, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you not say that? You not say that? No, I'd never seen that before. That's great. <laughs> so a, that was a week ago. That's incredible. Okay, wow. Oh, Vin, you know you can. If take we a, did sound bites, my God, I'd put that yeah, straight yeah, on yeah. the board. Vin, you know, you know, you could take a second take of that. You're a movie man. You know, you could take a second take. And if one of your actors, director Justin Lin, was clearly like, I mean, I yeah, yeah, we're um, we're doing doing the best. I guess it's going to be good. I don't know. Woo! (laughs) Incredible. Yeah, really good stuff. So, uh, Vin Diesel has yet to release a statement. But of course, wow. uh, other we're than waiting with bated breath. Yeah, so we will not be releasing this episode until he releases a statement. That's right. And here's the thing, as Mason already mentioned, but it's not his one bit of news. Production has already started. Oh. Sources tell Variety that the second unit will continue production in the UK while the main unit is paused until a replacement director is hired. Until then, the production is burning through cash to keep 
key crew and cast members in limbo. Sources from different studios with experience replacing directors midstream estimate <laughs> mid-stream. that it's that's right. It should have said mid drift. Mm, mid drip? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Like <laughs> there's a bit of mid drip in the Fast Furious crew, isn't there? You know what I mean? What? Drip is clothes, man, and oh, mid yeah. is like mid. Oh. Even don't you know these slang terms, Mason? Must be because of my youth. I think it's so probably much... yeah. That's right. I think I'd never. I think I'd never uh, encountered them. You know, used so seamlessly before. So that was great. <laughs> uh, estimated that could be costing Universal upwards of six hundred thousand to one million per day. It's a lot of money. And the other thing is, uh, the bigger action beats and the uh, you know kind of have to be put on hold. And a bigger element of that also is it's got stars, including new people like Brie Larson and Jason Momoa. They've got ongoing franchises in uh, at other That's studios true, yeah. mm-hmm. and they have ongoing commitments. Mm. So you have to pay to either keep them on board yeah. to basically sit around or reschedule, which then you've got to you know, yeah. do with other studios, or you let them go for somebody else. So this could be an absolute disaster. This, I mean, you know, the, the, it, it very simple. Speaking of Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, my one yeah. bit of news. Uh, no, 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 no. No, I know. Um, no, 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 no. You know, obviously the, 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 big, the big problem last time was that uh, Henry Cavill yes. requested to shave his moustache for Justice League and et cetera, et cetera, and that turned into an absolute CGI mess disaster. Yeah. Uh, th- that, this could be it. It could be, a, it could be you know, okay, Brie Larson will, will still do Fast X, but she will be wearing the Captain Marvel uniform the entire time. <laughs> there is no time for her to take it off in between going from set to set, so you are going to have to – Photoshop like a you're gonna have like to a white sit, wife beater and some chains on a jet. You're gonna have to CGI off that shaved head that she'll have to have for the Fast and yeah. Furious franchise. So yeah, look. Also, it's in Universal's best interest to kind of move this along. They could just get, I'd imagine, a second unit director to step in, somebody mm. who's been on these movies for a long time. You yeah. know what I mean? Some a lot of people have suggested Ron Howard, like he did for Solo, and he's done car movies yeah. before. Solo's got a car chase, but he did the movie Rush. You know oh, what I mean? And yeah, he's okay. really good, at apparently, establishing a mood. But you need to bring in somebody. Who Vin, oh, De- <laughs> Vin Diesel can vibe can walk, with. Can walk over, yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. say, you know. Can, he can vibe with and he's got that drip and Ron Howard's got that drip. He certainly does. He's got a puffy vest probably. And a, a baseball, baseball cap, cap and yeah. he's got Clint Howard with him. That's very true. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine that uh, that <laughs> that little vlog there with, with Ron Howard in it? <laughs> I don't think he'd be cool with it. Yeah, probably. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> no. <laughs> I really should do some yeah, yeah. <laughs> soundboard stuff, you know? Anyway, uh, that's interesting. So I, I'm sure it'll be fine eventually. Vin Diesel does a drag race with Potsy <laughs> from Happy Days. <laughs> Deadline also reported. I don't know if that actor's still alive, but the technology, Doesn't matter. Is, the technology is there now. It's irrelevant. So, but what do you think that the creative difference is, though? Like, I think that is the I think it's it. just like, him being like, this is my franchise and this is how I want to do it, I'd imagine. So you think, like, the... the uh, you think the details are not really like the matter? Like yeah. I can, I can sort of see it being a case. It's, of it's like, always been contentious and like who can hit who and who's yeah, in charge and the rock and whatever. You yeah, know all yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like maybe it's a case of just like they're looking at action sequence and Vin's like, I think the the car should break left, and mm. Justin Lin's like, well, they should break right because of whatever. And then and then they then it's just a a, a build of tiny little moments that yeah. You might be right. Ooh. 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 Best one ever. Yeah, nice. I think they've obviously gotten worse, the movies. And I don't think it's People just. Would disagree, I don't I think. think it's Justin Lin. Um, not to say that it is strictly Vin Diesel. 
Uh-huh. But Justin Lin has done like a lot of good movies and he did what I think is the best modern Star Trek movie. He did the third one. Would you watch a Strictly beyond. Ballroom sequel called Strictly Vin Diesel? Yes. Right? Absolutely it's I got would. the wife beater on? Yeah, under over the big sparkly jacket. Yes. Former Curio, Strictly Ballroom, Baz Luhrmann, 1992, I want to say. Maybe, something like that. Doesn't matter anyway. Anyway, this is by a deadline. John Watts, director John Watts, you might know him, Mason. Not personally. From movies. He didn't let me finish. Oh, you might know him from directing movies, Mason. Do you actually know him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he directed the three Spider-Man movies, the current oh. ones. He has left the Fantastic Four reboot <gasps> at Marvel. Didn't know he was doing that. Probably, <laughs> I probably did. We've probably discussed it on this podcast. Yeah, we definitely but, have. Uh, so he, this is his statement. Apparently it's mutual for one. That's what Marvel said. It's like we want to work together in the future. But mm-hmm. making three Spider-Man films was was incredible and life-changing experience for me. I'm eternally, I'm eternally grateful to have been part of the MCU for I'm seven years. I'm internally grateful. Yeah. But externally, I've been a real bitch I'm about livid. it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so seven years to be doing it. Yeah. I'm hopeful we'll work together again. I can't wait to see the amazing vision for Fantastic Four brought to life. So that kind of puts a little... Crimple, crample. It puts a real crimple, crample in the whole situation. <laughs> and who's going to be? Who's going to be the replacement? Ron Howard. He's Maybe. busy. What's he doing? Fast X. That's true. And he's got to look after his little brother, Ron Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard. That's right. Wait, he's a grown man too, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Because when you grow up, your brother's also also age grow- yeah, at the same rate. Same rate. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Also, you said Ron Howard again. So I'm like, did I? Yeah. When instead of Clint Howard, you said you said Ron Howard. Again. Hey, Collins, put this in. <laughs> Clint Howard. Clint Howard. One of those would be good. Perfect. <laughs> Seamless. Um, I guess, I mean, my first thought of who will get this is Peyton Reed. Because yeah, he's, right. he's done and doing the Ant-Man movies. And he loves that fantastic And he loves it. And he nearly you. did one in like the early 2000s. Yeah. And he's openly said like, I want to do this one. Yeah. Um, he said, I'll kill Ron Howard for the chance to do this. Did he say that? Yeah, he said, I'll stomp right on the onto the set of bloody Fast X. Yeah. I'll get him. What did he say about his brother? Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to fix that, colleagues. I already I nailed it, didn't I? Yeah. He said, I have no beef with Ron Howard. <laughs> But I'll, if I have to go through him to get to Ron Howard, I will. <laughs> so I'm interested to see what John Watts is going to do outside of the Spider-Man franchise because, you know, people have made criticisms of that film, like the latest one in particular, because, like, it, it, it's, you know, it feels like it's just a, like, a bunch of cameos and anyone could have directed this and there's no particular style to it. Yeah, I, right, I right. disagree with that. I think organising something like that also within a pandemic is mm, yeah, yeah. incredibly difficult. Yeah. But And they'd also be very happy with him because it made, like, nearly $2 billion or yeah. whatever. But I'm interested to see what he does outside of this. So at the moment, he's working on something with Apple Studios. Uh, he's a, a movie he's going to write and direct with both George Clooney and Bradley Pittsburgh. Ooh. So that's exciting. So that will be his next project. And I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe he does another Spider-Man movie or mm. whatever. I don't. I don't really know. Should we do another bit of noobs? Here's a bit of noobs. What? Maybe maybe to tie in with Spider-Man. Okay. Andrew Garfield says he's uh, pulling back from acting. It's true. Yeah, right? Yeah, so for a, he's taking a bit of a hiatus, which makes sense because he's been in the media for two years. That's true. Just lying to our faces. Maybe no? he's lying now, though. <sighs> maybe, James. Maybe he's making another Spider-Man maybe, movie. Maybe he's making The Amazing Spider-Man 3. <laughs> and he's and he's, and he's getting he's getting on the Y train early. It's and smart. people are like, yeah, That's exactly. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah, right. So I know recently, like, his mum passed away and also he's just been, like, he's obviously off Tick, Tick, Boom and Spider-Man and yeah, yeah, he's yeah. always doing something that it makes sense that he'd want to. 
take a bit of a break, you know. Mm. And also, you can't be in the public eye that long because people get sick of you. You need to step away. That's true, yeah. Because people are like, we hate you now, you need to move. Especially if he's filming Amazing Spider-Man 3, which he is. Exactly. And I think people should press him on every time. I agree. Every time they see him or or interview him or see him on the street or whatever, they should just be like. Yeah, knock on his door. Yeah, yeah. Or just be like, you know, in fact, what we should do, I think, is just have a chat with him Mm. and then just about regular stuff, the weather or whatever, and then say, enjoy your break. Then give him a big wink. Yeah. Wink. And then you rip your shirt open and you've got a Spider-Man T-shirt on. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to wear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just in case you're uninvited. Just in case Terrific stuff. So, yeah, uh, does it say what he's going to be up to in particular? He says he's just break? taking a holiday. He says he's going to rest for a little bit. Good for him, man. Uh, he had some co- – this was on The View. Mm. He had some fun with the comments that were taken out of context. I'm retired officially. I'm done, he said sarcastically. Mm. I have enough money to live in a camper van for the rest of my life. Uh, I'm just having a holiday. I think people just make a story out of nothing, which we're doing, James, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's filming Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I mean, I didn't bring it up, but, yeah, I purposely didn't put it into the news because I didn't think it was very interesting. No, it's very man, interesting. Isn't man, is it going to do it work for a bit? Except he's doing Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> You're right, exactly, 3. yeah. <laughs> I need to take a month or so, a month of a break, maybe two. I'm not retiring, he said. Okay, good on you. That's good. In a way, a month or two of a break from acting isn't really a isn't really a piece no. of news, is it? No, but I, it still counts. Would you take a month off two off podcasting though? This is real work. Bear in mind. Look That's at these true. calluses. Right? Look at our podcasting calluses. I've got this big callus <laughs> on my index finger from the last four weeks of pushing record on the backup recorder. <laughs> uh, CinemaCon news, Mason. Got some Uh-oh. titles. You mentioned uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part yeah. 1, July 2023. Oh, I didn't know that. So it's Dead Reckoning Parts 1 and 2. That's right. Then Dead Reckoning Part 2 in July in June of the following year. Uh, also, top- you, know, you know what they should have done? What should have they done? They should have named him Dead Reckoning. Ron pa- Howard. Sorry. They, they, should have reckon- they should have named him Dead Reckoning Part 1 and then Dead Reckoning Part 3. And then we would all be running around, we'd be running around searching for Dead Reckoning Part 2 and then we wouldn't find one. Uh, Big, good, good time prank. That's a that's, prank. That's a good prank. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently they screened Top Gun as well and people are like, it's amazing. Okay. So the new Top Gun. I, I, maybe they did screen the original one as well. At, so the, who gets to, if you go to CinemaCon, who gets to go to CinemaCon? Media peeps. Just media peeps. Okay, so. right. So this isn't, a pub, this isn't like a Comic Con. This isn't like a publicly accessible. No, it's more like a industry and okay. insider people, which isn't us. No, yeah. very much no. Yes. That's right. Whoa. I don't want to sit in a in like an amphitheater and then like and here and the next movie where I now I don't care. I want to read a list. Yeah, and it also unless you're gonna show me a movie, I don't care. And it also kind of feels like in order to like yeah, and we know this, like everybody coming off the, one of these things is like, oh, my, they're raving about it. Oh, my God, but Top Gun Maverick's the best movie. Doesn't mean and anything. Well, exactly, because mm. they're like their their access is contingent on raving about stuff. Yeah. And what we're, we're in the very comfortable position where sometimes people give us free tickets to stuff yep. and they don't really know we exist, so they wouldn't no notice idea. if, we make, if yeah. we make fun of their movies. Nobody has any idea who we are. I'm sure there's a bunch of people in, like, print media here who are like, who the fuck are these idiots? <laughs> And we'll never tell them. That's right. And also <laughs> right back at you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Shem- <laughs> you bitch. If indeed you still work with Harold Sun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he's probably at some of the screenings we get. Probably to. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avatar The Way of Water. Oh. That's the title. Now The, the title ch- of what? The m- next um, Avatar movie. Oh, uh, that's Avatar hence- 3 because everyone's going to be madly running around looking for <laughs> Mission <laughs> Impossible Dead Reckoning <laughs> 2 or whatever. <laughs> Anyway, so this will be interesting for us because we are seeing Doctor Strange on 
Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And they're actually going to release the trailer for Avatar The Way of Water exclusively in cinemas. But, for, but not in the screening we're going to. No, so we're, the one that we're going to, in the cinema next door. The adjacent cinema. They're playing the trailer, in, I think, in 3D on a loop. And you could go in and watch the trailer. Of, uh, Incredible. And, and look, I, I am interested to see what it looks like, but I'm not giving up a seat for that. No. You know what I mean? No. I'm, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not going to leave my jacket to go and watch mm. Avatar, the I'm trailer. I'm going to leave halfway through Doctor Strange. Okay. And go in the cinema. But also, I am interested. What in a movie. weird setup. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know how, like, if the trailer's two minutes, yeah. what are you going to go in and take a seat? Yes. No, you're just going to mill around the front. It's going to be a bunch of journalists milling around yeah. the front bit of the cinema. We can we can, we can can give, like, the Herald Sun boys a bit of a nudge, mate. Be like, get the fuck out of my way, yeah, mate. Yeah, get out of nerds. When you media nerds. <laughs> anyway. The release, also Avatar, original Avatar, is re-releasing in cinemas in September. Oh, so to get geared up. Um, this is. Uh, do you think does that inter- contribute to? Do you think? Do you think it could break the box office record again? Like, do you think it could? Because no. there'd be a whole generation of people who haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it will. It will technically increase. The, That's what I'm talking about. Yes, I think it didn't. It take it back already. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. Mm. I just want to point out. I don't care. But Terrific. also, like, I, I thought you meant in terms of the new one. Do you think the new one will break? Oh, no, I don't. Yeah. Great question. Mm. I mean, we are sort of all culturally geared now towards the culmination of a franchise. Yeah. And, like, you know, and, and Endgame broke so many records because yeah. we had 10 years of that and we haven't had 10 years of build-up to Avatar 2. But then, then, then again, Avatar. But it also came out a different era. Like, there was no build-up to Avatar, really. And that built over... Like it didn't have a huge opening weekend, then it built and built. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it. Look, I, I, I mean, we've said this before. Like, we're, we're both, we're not anti Avatar. That's true. I'm very interested. <laughs> what an to odd see stance what, to take yeah. if we were anti Avatar. I'm really interested to see what James Cameron has done and why he's doing this because he must have a good. <laughs> why idea. are you doing this, Cameron? <laughs> You'll see. That's it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I went out of my submarine. Ooh. Cool, cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> I know there's a lot of mocap and water. I think they showed a clip of it and people were like, it's beautiful. I cried. Anyways, uh, the bat... I'm at, I'm at CinemaCon, but that's, it's unrelated. Yeah. I'm raving about this thing and I am at CinemaCon, but it's unrelated to anything. <laughs> I just the, love cinema. Also, the Batman 2 is in the works. Oh, yeah. uh, Robert Pattinson will return, as will Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. Matt Reeves will direct again. Oh. Now, it's interesting uh, what I found out about this is... Oh, would you find out, it's, it's, Let me tell you. Is this a Weekly Planet exclusive? Yeah, from the website I read it from. Oh, HBO nice. Max released the numbers, and it is the highest debuted comic book movie at 4.1 million views in the first week. So Suicide Squad was 2.8, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 84 was 2.2, Dune was 1.9, and Zack Snyder's Justice League was 1.8. That classic comic book movie. Yeah. Dune. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, that was a comparison, Mason. I understand. It was a comparison. If you don't want any comparisons, just tell me. No, I like your little comparison. Okay, good. I didn't even think of that one. I just saw the list and went, yeah, that, 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 that. Yeah. Which is, and that's incredible because it came out in cinemas that's already. That's true. You know, and I think this is one of those things where, like, with the first uh, – Bat, uh, Nolan movie, mm-hmm. The Batman Begins. I should have just said Batman Begins. That didn't make a billion, yeah. you know, and then it did, mm. you know. So I think this is going to build and build and this is only – if they if they keep good, mm. they, it's going to become a stronger franchise. Yeah. You mark our words, folks. If they keep good, they'll make If you keep bucks. good, you get good. Yes. Get good. Mason. <laughs> I, I are, you get getting, are you getting any good at games at the moment? No. Oh, Okay. 
But the big event, of course, at CinemaCon 20, whatever year it is, uh, was Sony. Oh, yeah. I know you're going to love this. Oh, I hate it. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is getting a sequel. Yes. Fuck. I don't want to do any more Ghostbusters discourse, Mason. You, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So you wouldn't mind watching the movie. My least talk about. favorite nerds on the internet. People who love the first two Ghostbusters movies. Sure. What do they think about the third Ghostbusters movie? <laughs> you can just check the comments. Yeah. On, uh, Anything. Any yeah. topic in the world. Yeah. Just any US economy. Just click through one of those tweets. There'll be somebody on there being like, uh, made a real big mistake with Ghostbusters. I answer the call. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but, but like nobody – the fact that I have to defend that movie I don't really like because I said Ghostbusters 2 isn't as funny – and it yeah. isn't. I'm right. Mm-hmm. I'm right, Mason. I know. Just because the original people are in Ghostbusters 2 doesn't automatically make it a funny movie because it's not a funny movie. Not that the reboot is that funny, but it's slightly funnier than the other one. Why am I doing this? Why are you still talking about it? I hate Ghostbusters. No. I hate it. This is just going to bring a fresh uh, I fresh fucking batch. hate uh, these fucking crusty old fucking nerds who crawl out of the woodwork. God. Like Bill Murray. Yeah, like Bill Murray. <laughs> You know what I mean? Though. I do, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I do. I didn't mind the last one. To yeah, be honest, it was fine. It was fine. It was the best one since the original. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's getting a sequel. Who knows what that that's going to look like? Mm. Uh, Sony Pictures also uh, they said, "Woo, Morbius is out." Woo, up top. They didn't mention any kind of Morbius sequel, but they did say, uh, but they did release show the first fifteen minutes of Spider Man across the Spider Verse. Oh, and first then fifteen minutes. And then there's going to be were people raving about it. They were having a big rave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, the, and then there's, a, there's Across the Spider-Verse Part 2 was something announced. Uh, Venom Green Venom 3 was greenlit. <laughs> Venom Green Guy this time. <laughs> fights a green Green guy. Goo Guy this time. <laughs> Do you reckon they're going to not make him fight a Goo Guy in the next one? Surely. I'm, I Come wonder, on. I wonder if 3 might be the one where they finally start crossing over, like your Morbius's and your... Or someone That's good. it. Mm. Who have they got? Well, Craven? Yeah. When does Craven come That's out? That's filming at the moment. Okay, right. They did show a little bit of that. Oh, well, maybe then it maybe then it's uh Venom. He comes to fight, he comes to hunt Venom and then but then they fight the green goo guy. <laughs> they take have to fight this big green goo guy. Yeah. He's got all of our powers. <laughs> I think he fell into a What are your powers? Uh I've got this t-shirt with a lion on it. <laughs> That's my power. Uh, also, Grammy-winning Puerto Rican rapper Bad Bunny has mm. signed on to the live-action. How does this pronounced? El Muerto. Yeah. So this is a the dead. So it's Juan Carlos Estrada Sanchez. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, you do Thanks. it like exactly like that. Yes. Uh, is a super. You do it panicked towards the. End. <laughs> yeah, good. Is a super-powered wrestler, and he inherits powers from his father, and he sacrificed his life in order to, to save uh, Juan Carlos uh, and their family from the longtime nemesis El Dorado. Mm. Okay. It's, now, look, as we've said. They have a million Spider-Men and women they could what's do. What's fascinating? What are they doing no, this? I'm fasc- not saying this can't be good, but what, why? I think, I think Bad Bunny had a meeting with Sony oh. and they and they went through the archives. I want a meeting. But what's interesting about this Give is, me a minor player. Bad, uh, is that El Muerto was created after the, like significantly after the the Sony Spider-Man deal. So I guess they get first dibs on everything. On everything yeah. Oh, with Marvel are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have that one. So, uh, so for, for people who don't know, El Muerto got... He's appeared on, I think, two issues of a Spider-Man comic. That's it? In Yeah, in like 2006. Okay. Uh, in, uh, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and uh, we've said this before. There are no bad characters. Yes, Anybody can make a good movie with a character, but Sony can't. 
That's Great a good question. rule of thumb. You know, they are they are about 50-50 on the most well-known and beloved superhero of all time. Yep. They yep. this won't be good. But I have a bit of breaking news for you, James. This is, this is a break. Nobody else has this, James. I have a complete plot synopsis for El Muerto. No, really? As, 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 as written by Sony. This is fascinating. It's fascinating. Okay, are yeah. we ready for this, James? Yeah. Okay, so we open in the past, yep. but not so far in the past that we can't just use like modern day sets and clothing. Just right? like cars that you might have. Yeah, like a regular car, whatever they have in the lot. Doesn't yeah. Matter. Um, so a boy's in a community center. He's watching his father do a wrestle. Okay. His father's a Mexican wrestler. He's the best wrestler. Oh. Right? The boy asks his father, he says, Papa, do you think one day I could be the best wrestler? The best Mexican wrestler? The best Mexican wrestler. Yeah. And his father says, son, perhaps if you work hard and you believe in yourself, one day you could inherit my special magical wrestling mask and become the best wrestler. What's well, a magic mask? Also, the most important part of, about becoming the best wrestler is respecting your family. And the boy's like, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. And we flash forward to present day, and the boy has grown up to be El Muerto, who's a famous wrestler, but he's not the best wrestler, James. But he's got the mask. No, 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 he doesn't have the mask. He doesn't have the mask. He's Where's just, the mask? His, his, father's father got, his father's got the mask. Oh, his father's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his father comes to visit and he says, son, you never come visit your family anymore. <laughs> All you care about is being in montages where you get flown around in private planes and you post photos as an app that's legally distinct from Instagram. <laughs> and Alberto says, father, I like private planes and I like posting on Wow Photo, the app where instead of heart emojis, you get Wow emojis, so it's different. <laughs> I get one million wow emojis on every photo. And also I don't respect my family currently. No! Yeah. And his father says, I take it back. I don't think you'll ever become the best wrestler. And also we are estranged now. <laughs> Sony's loving this, by the way. There's just big, like it just says no notes after all this. <laughs> just big ticks. Yeah, yeah. But then his father is killed by a gang of crime criminals oh. and El Muerto has to put on the mask to get away, right? Yeah. And he somehow that makes him a better wrestler. But it doesn't make him the best wrestler. I was going to say, because his dad said he would never be the best wrestler. He's not the best wrestler yet, right? Yeah. But then there's just a note and it says, a series of underwhelming action sequences. Yeah. And a Sony executive just put a bunch of big ticks next to it. Okay. And he's written, yeah, that's what we're all about. (laughs) That's what we like. Anyway, eventually El Muerto realizes the importance of family and he (laughs) he reconciles with his father, whose spirit is in the mask or the community center or somewhere. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and not only does he become the best wrestler and defeat the crime criminals, he gets super wrestler powers and there's a note that says, call the Morbius smoke effect guys and see if they know any other shapes or colors. <laughs> um, <laughs> then there's a note tacked on at the end. It says, yeah, there can be another mask in a different color, but it makes you evil. And maybe his uncle or brother or cousin puts it on, who cares, and becomes the leader of the crime criminals. And initially, it seems like <laughs> he, and initially it seems like he's become the best wrestler, but actually because he doesn't respect family as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. At the end, El Muerto suplexes him into a river. <laughs> <laughs> it's now, a little, little bit behind the scenes, James. I've just made this up. What? But if it doesn't, if the plot isn't exactly this, <laughs> I'll shoot myself on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Right? That's win-win. Oh, that's incredible. That was great work. There's no way it's not that, though, No, right? it's that. You're yeah. absolutely right. And the idea, like, all of it, down to, like, the bad guy, somebody he knows who has a similar mask or set of powers, yeah. suplexing someone into a river or whatever. Yeah. It's all good stuff. There, there might even be, like, a scene where the two guys, with they've got different color masks and they smash their heads together and a big beam comes out. <laughs> you know? Just up the middle, yeah. yeah. Right to the sky. Wow. And it makes sense that the other uh, bad guy, yeah, like because they both be matched evenly initially because yeah. both of them don't respect family. That's right, but then one does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But has he got any family left? I guess he does. I guess he's got. Uh, yeah, like, there'd be, be a big. He, all right, he's, he's got, got a, You know what? He's got a little nephew. 
that we see at the start. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I reckon his father would be like, you don't, you don't come around. We have the big, we have a big, we always have a big scene. We're all sitting around the table and we're all yeah. sharing bowls of stuff. And the kids are running around the table. Yeah. He's like, I don't like that actually. I don't like any of this. I don't this. like any I don't of those things. I don't respect my family's culture mm. of wrestling. Yeah. We're all wrestlers. Huh. We're, They're all wrestlers. <laughs> We're all wrestlers. We're all wrestlers, yes. Yeah. Mm, I don't respect that, even no, though I, I re- myself. Yeah, that's right. I'm also a wrestler. Mm. Anyway, the, this bad bunny guy, apparently he likes wrestling. Like he appears in the WWE sometimes. He'll do Good luck to him, man. Honestly, good luck to him. But um, no, that's fucked. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it depends. Like we'll see who the director is, you know? Yeah. You don't know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't Maybe know. the director of Morbius. Or they cancel it. Maybe they, I mean, it's probably, it's not coming out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, speaking of, delay. I'm shooting myself with a Nerf gun. I'm not shooting myself with a regular Okay, cool. In Minecraft. Precisely. Great. Uh, delays but not dismays, Mason. Oh. Shazam oh. Fury of the Gods was initially going up against Avatar The Way of Water on December 16th of this year. Okay. But it has been delayed. But not One dismayed. week. Mm. On, okay, great. That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, David F. Sandberg was That'll like... That'll save that franchise. Well, you know, I, I think it'll do all right. David F. Sandberg, was, who's directing it, was like, oh, you're welcome, Cameron, because, you know. Yeah, Because yeah, there yeah. was a joke about, like, which is the bigger franchise. Yeah. Well, we don't know at this point, but probably Avatar. The other thing is this is via uh, Nintendo of America, their Twitter. Oh, <laughs> it's not just Nintendo of America, but well, no, Shigeru Miyamoto exactly. took control of the Nintendo Twitter. Uh, do you reckon he's allowed to do that? Yeah. I don't know. I reckon there's probably like a couple of keys or whatever. Maybe he's got one and Doug <laughs> Bowser has the other one. Maybe, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Reggie's still got one. They're big Tetris blocks. Yes. <laughs> put them in and turn them at the same time. Uh, this is Miyamoto. <laughs> After consulting uh, Chris Sun, my partner at Illumination on the Super Mario Bros. film, we decided to move the global release date to spring 2023, uh, April 28th in Japan and April 7th in North America. My deepest apologies, but I promised it will be well worth the wait. Whoa. Makes sense if mm. they need to fix it. And Nintendo will delay the shit out of anything. They don't care. That's true. They're yeah. like, when's Breath of the Wild coming out? And they're like, when Go it's finished. Fuck yourself. That's when. Yeah. Maybe you'll... never now you've yeah. asked. <laughs> it's like the yeah, George R. R. Martin's like, every time you mention that book, I tear one of the pages out and throw it in the fire. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I have to write it again and my memory is very bad. Yeah, exactly. They're not coming out, right? And maybe I'll name a character after you and they'll fall face first into a toilet. <laughs> And it's one of the old yucky toilets. Old yucky toilets. <laughs> the villagers call it the old yucky toilet because it's even yucky for fantasy medieval times. Really? Yeah. Is it just the one toilet or is the whole toilet village like a village of toilets? The whole village is a toilet. What? Yeah. That's gross. It's a big gross pit. <laughs> Can't wait for the whatever the next book is called in that mm, series. It's called the big village toilet. <laughs> the big toilet village. The big yucky toilet village. Uh, <laughs> this is a new segment of the show. Oh, it's in what? relation to... Release dates. This is called Switches, Not Stitches. So it's where two movies switch a release date. Oh, my goodness. What do you think? Do you think you're going to get a lot of mileage out of Switches, Not Stitches? I like to think so. Okay. You know? All right. But I bet there's something next week, Mason. Okay, great. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Ant-Man 3 moves from July 28th, 2023. Okay. Uh, to the Marvel's release date of February 17th, 2023, and vice versa. Really? So there you go. Intriguing. Yeah. I don't know what that is. That's crazy. One's already filmed. One's, I guess, one's already finished, and they're like, "Give it, give us another, give us, some, give us some more time." Yeah, give us some more time. Give so more time. I don't think that's. I mean, it's like July, February. That's fair. But I was going to be like, "There's not much time." That's quite a bit of time in between. But you know, good, great, good on yous. Right. This is via the mirror. The this, Daily Mirror. No, this is the mirror I'm holding up to you, Mason. Look how ugly you are. Oh no! <laughs> no, it, no. Is the, it is the Daily Mirror. And I'm eating a big spaghetti. I look weird. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? Oh, you've, you've tucked in the tablecloth instead of a napkin, Mason. Oh, no. yeah. Anyway, trash publication, but I thought this was yeah, interesting. Right, okay. Screen legend Michael Caine confessed he spent eight years avoiding closing his eyelids so he would look more convincing on screen. What? He said, one thing that stuck in, one thing that stuck in my mind was, don't blink. You must never blink. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. For the next eight years. I know you do it better. Eight years. <laughs> do I? I? <laughs> it's a matter of degrees, isn't it? I, walk, I walked around trying not to blink. People uh, around me, my mother and everybody, thought I'd gone nuts. They thought I was a psychopath. (laughs) I'm losing (laughs) this. I used to frighten the life out of people. Uh, Michael's uh, (laughs) Michael's staring earned in the school nickname of Snake Eyes. Uh, But every now and but even now he never blinks shooting a scene. Is that true? Madness. That's that's. uh... If you went through his entire filmography, yes. He would. He's not blinking. There's no way. That's, that's true. cannot that's, be true. Uh, that cannot be. That cannot be true. Anyway, that's news. Yeah, but I thought you were referring to something else because there's another bit of. Well, Michael no, because Michael Caine this week just did some tweets, some viral tweets. What did he say? One just says hello. And oh, I did say that. It has two hundred seventy nine thousand likes, and then like a couple of hours later, he clearly had his fill of uh, Twitter. It's yeah. awful. And he, and he wrote, good night, my sweet ones. Oh. That got another 105,000 likes. He's killing it, mate. And then uh, yesterday he, typed, he, he tweeted, hello, hello, <laughs> 141,000 likes. How does he do it? I don't know. I assume that's a reference to the classic uh, Cat Empire song, Hello, Hello. Well, my, I did a tweet this week and it's got 570 likes. I just wrote, Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> Great. I didn't do as well, though. As Michael Caine no. announcing his return to Twitter. I like to think that that's something, though, isn't it? I guess. Have you seen Mr. McGorry's movie? No, I haven't seen it. As I just said in a follow-up tweet, I was just thinking about that movie. Have you seen The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? Well, a lot of people have said that, like, they thought that that was the last Heath Ledger movie. One person in particular said, we went and saw that, and then we're like, geez, Heath Ledger didn't shoot much of this. It's like, yeah, because he's not in it. Mm -hmm. It's a different movie. Anyways, it's been reported via The Guardian that Doctor Strange 2 is banned in Saudi Arabia for barely 12 seconds of LGBTQ references. Apparently, uh, the character of... America Chavez. Thank you. uh, Is talking about her her two mums, and because she has two mums, on this via the statement, and being in the Middle East, it's very tough to pass something like that. Uh, Disney apparently told the distributors they're not willing to cut the specified footage, which is good, I think, taking a stand. But if this was, I think... China. Yeah, they would have cut it mm-hmm. um, because I, I looked in the numbers of Spider-Man um, No Way Home. That made $1.9 billion, oh. right? In Saudi Arabia, it made $5.2 million, which is, you know, it's good. But, like, okay. they, can, they, can lo- they can lose that and for a bit of good faith. Do you know what I mean? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, anyway, not bad news. Mm. Took a minor stand and that's something. Mm. But it's also, is this too woke? That's is woke five, culture, that, that, five, that $5.2 million would would have just been one guy who rented out a Cinema and outfitted it in gold. Well, that's true, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you reckon that is true? Yeah, yeah I think that's true. true. Yeah. Anyway, so good. Uh, I'm looking good. You, you took a stand on the thing, and that's that's it's good, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, they they probably only did it because polling told them to do it. Yeah, and the numbers. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, polling yeah, yeah, and the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or sales. I definitely prefer, don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. And you know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. 
That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Now, Doctor Strange 2 is going to have big cameos, apparently. I've, I've tried not to be watching any of this for like <laughs> yeah. the past six months. I'm like, whatever, I don't know. Whenever the last trailer came we're out. We're going to have to stay out. off Twitter for a couple of days probably before. No, we, we don't because we're going to see it no, very but I, early. I think some other people are going to see it earlier. No, no, this. it's not. It's oh, not really? screening. We're going to be some of the first. So Sick. we'll be fine for everybody else. So we can spoil it. Yeah, yeah, we're going to spoil it for nice. everybody. This is the one where we're going to do it. We're going to burn all our bridges. We always joke about it. Yeah, but this we're is the one. We're actually going to do it. Yeah, we're going to so, do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just, just in, gonna... the, in the theatre. Yes, that's right. I'm going to have one of those secret like foot tapper Morse code things because like, we can't be seen tweeting about it in the cinema. So we're going we're gonna to Morse code it out to somebody in the in the real world. They'll tweet us for it. They'll tweet it for us. It's like the the movie Game Show did that, did it? Maybe. Yeah, maybe it did. Mm. Um, but we saw, I saw this suggestion, though, in the Great Mates group, and I'm trying to bring up the person now, but I don't know whether that is, whether that is true. Oh, it's Mr. Suggestion. Mr. Suggestion popped by yet again. Uh, normally terrible suggestions. Let me just say right, that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is really str- this face. I just searched cameos in the in the Facebook posts, and my computer's just the Facebook's just like, nah, nah, we don't like this. <laughs> nah, I don't think so. Nah, we won't do it. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully that will come up before the end of this segment because we want to talk about the biggest or most surprising cameos that you might yeah. see in a movie. Mm. We're not doing TV shows, all right? No, we're not Shh. talking about the time that George Clooney came back to ER very briefly, but he did, and we've mentioned it now. That's right. Uh, all the Clooney heads out there who are like, when are they going to? We mentioned it now. All the Clooney heads, mm. exactly. Now I wanted to ask you also, <laughs> what? Uh, this is what I think. Um, I'll I'll say this, and then you say something. Okay, great. <laughs> the classic call and response of a conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So seamless. I think there's a fine line between like a what's considered a cameo and just somebody who's in a movie. Oh yeah, sure. And I think that is the amount of time that they're in it. And the level of surprise in seeing them. Oh, yeah, that's what right. Do you, do you think there's another factor that I've missed there? Because mm. a lot of people have been like, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. But it's like, no, he's in that movie. That's true. He is a, he he's in a... like 20 minutes of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Is that a cameo? And maybe it's more of you consider it a cameo because... I think it's a blink and you miss it, I reckon. Okay. 
You have to have a conversation with somebody outside the cinema and, and be like, did you see the movie? Did you see that guy in there? But so I think sometimes they're... Did you see Tom Cruise in this movie for 20 minutes? No, I think sometimes they're very obvious. See, yeah. I, I, also, I don't want to do all the comic book ones okay. because I, I'll just name a few of note. I think Hugh Jackman in X-Men First Class is great. Mm-hmm. And I also remember being really surprised about Chris Evans in Thor The Dark World. Mm-hmm. But I think since then, it's just the expectation. Yeah, So true. I'm never surprised. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> do you know what I mean? wonder what they got paid for that or did they do it as a favour? Yeah, that's mm. it. This post isn't coming up. I cannot find where somebody said this. I apologise uh, the person who said cameos. I hate fucking Facebook. If I didn't have this group, I would be out of it. Not that I even have it. I don't run the group. But you know what I mean? I understand you. Great mates group. Yeah. Anyways, so I think, I don't know, I, the list that I've got and I've sent you the, a similar list, mm. um, similar, Mm. Is uh just simple. oh, there's some fake ones in here. Yeah, some fake. No, there's not really. That's exactly the same. Is um, there's mostly non-comic book movies. I love that George Clooney cameo in Chicago Hope, and you pounce on me like that's not true. <laughs> You're an idiot. So one of the most famous ones, and this isn't Blink and You Miss It, but Matt Damon is in Euro Trip. Yeah, he's the he uh, he's the, the lead Scotty. singer of the band that sings Scotty Doesn't Know. And I was like, how did this happen? And apparently he was old friends with the writer and he was in town. Oh, right, that'll do it. So, yeah. He's also got a shaved head. I don't know what the deal with any of that is. No. But uh, he's fun in that movie, which is probably yeah. has three good jokes in it. You know? <laughs> yeah. People like that movie. Yeah. But like all of the movies from that era... Probably real Bravo, mate. You know I, I mean? bet it is. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet every scene has something in it where you go, Ooh. gross. No, it's one you. of those movies I reckon where you go, I, I'll show this to my friend because of the one of the three good jokes in it, mm. and then you get into it and you're like, ooh, actually, it's 45 minutes until the first good joke. So, <laughs> and Damon, of course, pops up in uh, in uh, in a Thor. He does. He's doing a Thor, but that's a comic book movie. That's true, and it's been struck from the record. That is very true. What have you got on my list, Mason? Oh, on you on your list, yeah. Oh, are they in Hot Fuzz? Yes. There was a very funny little bit. Yep. Where uh, Nicholas Angel played by that Simon guy. Pegg. Simon Pegg. That guy. He just has to keep talking to various superiors. Yeah. Until he gets eventually to Kate Blanchett. Mm. How'd, she, how'd she end up in that? I think she's friends with Edgar Wright. That'll oh, do that it. happened to be in the... Yeah. But you can't see it's Kate Blanchett, though. She's wearing a... Isn't it his girlfriend as well? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but she's wearing, like, the full, like crime scene gear That's or whatever, right. so yeah, you yeah. can't actually tell. Oh, I am thinking of a different scene, yes. Yeah. I'm thinking of the scene where we run through like Bill Nye. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. And yeah. so on and so forth, yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Well, how do you feel about this though? I've put this in its own section. Go on. That creators turning up in their own movies. Mm-hmm. So like George Lucas is in Revenge of the Sith. By the way, Attack of the Clones this week for Caravan of Garbage. Uh-huh. Yes, it's real. Uh, thank you, everybody, who liked that weird video game one from last week. You know what I don't like, James? What's that? I don't like most Star Wars cameos because it's like, did you know Daniel Craig was uh, a stormtrooper? He's completely in a stormtrooper outfit. And, and you actually you never see his face and he never says anything. And, and <laughs> he does say something. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't like it. Fair enough. Just show me their face, you cowards. Yeah. Take me out of the movie. Take, I want to be like, that's Daniel Craig. Takes his mask off and he goes, that's right. It's it me. was Daniel Craig. I'm playing James Bond in this movie. <laughs> I've fallen through time and space. But he's also Daniel Craig. Yeah. Acknowledging that he's playing James Bond. They're both Bond. in it. <laughs> okay. They're both. Different actors? No, different characters? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They're, but it's very simple. They're using a mirror. Okay. So... Daniel Craig says, I'm playing James Bond. And then next to him, another Daniel Craig goes, that's right. Yep. (laughs) And I'm James Bond. Yeah, this is why I don't make movies. Yeah, okay. I I think that's a great idea. So – Stan Lee. I don't like after the fact of like, like, would you have recognized Daniel Craig? 100% no. Yeah. 
Uh, Stan Lee, obviously all Marvel things. Stephen King is in it and various other properties. Peter Jackson was in Lord of the Rings, like each one of those. Yeah, he was, I think he was like a dude. Uh, Wes Craven is in Scream in a little Freddy Krueger outfit. Oh, okay. How do you feel about that, creators being in their movies? I know a lot of times they're like reluctant to be in it. Mm. Otherwise, or sometimes you'd be like M. Night, who's just like, I'm in this movie. I'm a character. I'm an important character in this movie, you right. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I also, like, it's your movie. You should, yeah, good. Yeah. You should be in it. But how do you feel? I love it. He loves it, everybody. Mm. Now, this is the end. The it, uh, It's the... a cameo festathon. Now, that's the one where the world is ending. But it's and not the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost one. No, it's the it's the Hollywood one. And everybody's all Hollywood, Hollywood. They're all yeah. gone Hollywood. It's Michael Sarah and, and yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd. But in that, I mean, they're all mates and whatever, but then there's just a moment in it where Channing Tatum turns up. Yeah. And it's just in a gimp mask. Right. And then at the end there's the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. So that to me was the stuff that was like, oh, that is, I am surprised. Like seeing Paul Rudd in that movie, it's like, yeah. It's always interesting in, in those movies where – some it's it's act there are a lot of actors playing themselves mm. and then you get just like is there a certain level of fame where you're like well Seth Rogen can be Seth Rogen yeah but uh, I think well Channing Tatum plays Channing Tatum yeah, right yeah. in that yeah yeah is there anyone in that movie who doesn't play themselves the I devil. think so well the devil yeah that's true who did play the devil in that some guy I guess. probably some I think it was a CGI guy though probably a CGI guy you ever seen Men in Black two yes I have and oh Michael Jackson is in that I mean what do you think of it. Love it. I love every appearance of Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, I meant that movie. Oh, and it's not as good as the first one. No, it's one. not as it's a pale, a pa- It's a pale shadow yeah. of the original. But I guess in the first one they do mention, I think. There's a they list vid- a bunch of celebrities, don't and they? One of, and there's, yeah, there's a, there's a video screen of all the people, all the aliens who have come to Earth and taken on human form, and I think Michael Jackson is yeah. on that in that montage. So, and, it, and there's a few, like, athletes in there. And if my understanding is people get upset about athletes lately, that's been a thing, hasn't it? So if there was really aliens being athletes, I think people would be very upset. You know what I mean? So too, yeah. You know what I mean? There's no subtext here. I'm right, just, yeah, just yeah. talking. I think they wouldn't be as upset as some. Like, <laughs> I think aliens would probably be the lower, lowest on their list of priorities of people who are in sport that make them mad, honestly. <laughs> sports they don't care about. Yeah, sports they don't care about or watch, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. God, Iron Man 2. I know I said we weren't going to do. <laughs> but you just had to put – you're obsessed well, with this it's too, a, James. It's a big one though, you know what I mean? And it's outside of like the Marvel Universe. But Iron Man 2, Tony Stark speaks to Elon Musk very briefly and Elon Musk is like, we did a camera yeah. and oh, I've got an idea for an electric electric jet. You don't have ideas, <laughs> but great. You know? <laughs> yeah. Your ideas are, is this a – what do you think of this meme? You're 50. You just need to fucking just just be normal. You've got like eight kids. Look after like, your kids. You just divorced dad energy is just, it's just, it's huge. I saw someone tweet the other day, he was born divorced. <laughs> anyway. And there's nothing wrong with divorce. It could be a good and healthy yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If a relationship is not working, step away. Yeah. But I just feel like, what? Yeah, anyway, that, I hate <laughs> that cameo. And that man, he's great though. He's also referenced <laughs> in an episode of Discovery. Quite recently, yeah. They're like, here's all the amazing geniuses that have brought the brought the Starfleet and the Federation to where it's been today. Yeah, but also the rest of the guys are made up. So yeah, okay. I also think that like he won't be remembered that way. I think he thinks <laughs> that he will. Didn't he also pay to be like to have Lisa Simpson mention him in the Simpsons? Maybe. I saw that this week. Let's stop talking about Elon Musk. No, Mason. But I just say I think he'll be remembered more like remembered more like Zuckerberg than yeah, for sure. than like an inventor of anything. Yeah. Anyways, Martin Sheen is in Hot Shots too. They cross each other in boats. Yeah, right. In Vietnam or wherever that uh-huh. movie's set, 
And Martin Sheen says, I love you in Wall Street. And Charlie Sheen says, I loved you in something that you were in. I can't That's remember. Great. Anyway, there, because uh-huh. Martin Sheen was, of course, in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Charlie Sheen was in that other Vietnam movie. I can't Two and a half men. Two and a half men, Vietnam movie. Um, and yeah, they're, they're father and son. That is very Aren't true. they? And they have a, and Emilio Estevez is also in that family. I, I, if they did a hot shots three, they would have done, they would have crossed over all three of Murray. It's kind of amazing beautiful. they haven't done a hot shots three. I think they still could do like a direct or something. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it'd still be in the works. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I don't want to see that, but they could <laughs> do it. They could do it. You know what I mean? They did a Randy Quaid National Lampoon spin off, Uncle Barry or whatever the fuck his name is sure, in those yeah. movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Anch- the Anchorman movies, Mason. Go on. Like they've got a bunch of celebrities in them and whatever. But in each of those movies, there's a big fight. Yes. And then it's just like Will Smith is here and Ben Stiller's here and Britney Spears is here. I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> do you think Britney Spears was there? Sure. <laughs> what do you think? No. I also think that. Then. That's terrific. You know? And that's yeah. – What do you, do you think it's, it's kind of more – like I feel like with comedy films, it's more likely that like if you get a movie of that era – Jack Black's going to roll through or yeah, whatever, sure, do you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. or Owen Wilson or whatever and I whatever. Jack Black's not doing so many cameos these days. Don't I think reckon, so? No, I reckon he's, you know. He's doing big Jungle Cruise movies. Big doing Jungle movies, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess you're probably right. I guess that was also for him that was before School of Rock. He's in Anchorman. He kicks the yep. dog off the bridge. That was before School of Rock or maybe around the time so he hadn't like fully like yes, uh-huh. Jack Blacked into. Um, that's true. Into that? the stratosphere. Into the, the Jackosphere. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Have you seen Prince of Thieves? I mean, maybe. Yeah, but have Robin you Hood, seen? Prince of Thieves yeah. with Kevin Costner. Oh, you've got it on your list, but can you do you know the cameo I'm talking about in it? Off the top of my head. <laughs> I saw of, you look down. every actor in the world, I mean, he hadn't retired yet, so I'm going to guess, educated guess, probably Sean Connery. That's right, Unless Mason. this is one of these trap cameos. No, 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 none of them are traps. They okay. really are. Um, he... Got, so he came in and he got paid for that one brief scene that he's the real king or something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't really remember that movie. But he got paid $250,000 for that. That's USD. Whoa. None of these Scottish rubles, whatever they have over there. You mm. know what I mean? Is that their currency? In what in fake medieval Europe? <laughs> no, in Scotland. Oh. They have Scottish rubles, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I feel like I'm just I'm naming them all. Why don't you name one? Oh, he's a. I mean, this is a. This is a movie that perhaps only we remember. But Mel- Welcome to the Jungle or the Rundown, or the Rundown in the US, featuring yeah. The Rock, early The Rock action. I think it's really good. Although I, I haven't watched it in a while, so Same. who knows? But there is a scene where he goes. The Rock. The Rock is is his job is he goes and he he retrieves stuff that people need retrieving. He says, "Give it to me." He says, "Give me the thing." It could be a person. It could be a Super Bowl ring. Could be a bowl of soup. Could be a bowl of soup. Yeah, you didn't pay for that bowl of soup. <laughs> <laughs> so he talks. Oh, about you him. did. My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, he goes into a nightclub earlier in the movie and yeah. he crosses paths with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, "Have fun." Yeah, and yeah. It, that really, and it was like a passing of the torch. Yeah, because he became governor, and The Rock became the new action That's star, and still kind of is that yeah. Arnold level of action star. You know what I mean? There's a very similar scene in the movie Collateral. Let's talk about Collateral. Is that in? Is that in this? That list? is in here. Yeah. Oh, but uh, Jason Statham. Yes. Very briefly pops in. In it, a very, with a very similar look to his character in the transporter. It is him, apparently, because okay, right. he's a transporting man. Yeah. That must have been his least exciting adventure. <laughs> Just hand a guy a thing. Yeah, because I think that's probably how most of his jobs go. Yes, sure. You know? But then every now and then there'll be somebody in the trunk of his car and, mm. and then he has to drive a plane into a boat or whatever happens mm-hmm. in those movies. 
does a big spin kick in a pile of oil. Right? You've got one here. Yeah. I don't know who this is. Okay. In the movie Django Unchained. Yes. It says Franco Nero. Yeah, who so is he that? is an d- Italian. I think he's a director, but he's mostly known for an act as an actor, and he's did a lot of like spaghetti westerns and stuff like ah, that. So I see. and because that movie is like largely inspired by films of that era <laughs> and you know, Fistful of Dolls and whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then yes, that's why he is in that movie. So I, I thought see. that was and Quentin Tarantino's in that as well. As an Australian? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, which I don't mind. No, that's fine. whatever, bro. Here's here's an interesting. Uh, this is this is what this one is always interesting to me. We'll see the the genre. Well, you've put it in here, so you probably think it's interesting also. <laughs> no, in the Wedding Singer, set in the eighties. Yes, modern day Billy Idol cameos. Yeah, but he's he's still that was that came out in ninety six. Yeah, right. So he wasn't that far or whatever it was. He wasn't that far <laughs> removed from that's the eighties. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think if you did that now, it'd be like. Yikes! Yeah. No, not that he's a not that he's aged terribly, yeah, but right. you know, ten years away from the eighties yeah, yeah. is not that big a deal. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, you, there you go. He was very smooth in the eighties, though. He was so smooth, so smooth. Yeah, uh, yeah. And off the back of that, with comedies, wedding crashes. Uh, Will Ferrell. I mean, he's in that quite a bit, though. You know, the meatloaf and whatever. And he's like, I crash funerals now. You know, is that to count? Some of the modes put in. No, doesn't count. Doesn't count. You're in the bin, Will Ferrell. Kevin Smith movies, though, go on. They're bloody rife with cameos from people who play previous characters, like in Matt Damon plays culture. plays Loki. Yes, from Dogma in the latest Jane Silent Bob movie, but he's also showed up as Matt Damon, like when they did Goodwill Hunting Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that second Jane Silent Bob movie much, but that Goodwill Hunting Two scene is. It's pretty good. It's quite good, yeah, Mason. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, Stan Lee's in Mallrats. Mark Hamill's in Jane Silent Bob 2. Jason Biggs is in that one as well. There's a, it's, a, it's a cameo festathon. Yeah. Will Smith is in Jersey Girl. He is. Yeah. That's, that's a cameo. I feel that's a cameo. That's a cameo. That's a cameo, baby. I agree. I, some, of those, some of those roles, like, as much as I love Mark Hamill, mm. I feel like his, his, his appearance there was like a... His career had sort of yeah. He wasn't like he was doing sequestered DSV and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. He's doing some TV and video game mm. stuff. But I'm glad he's had a resurgence. But like totally. Yeah. And I also think imagine that, if I was. Wasn't I, glad. I think they were like, "Hey kids, it's Mark Hamill," because it like says that on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Because like under that makeup, you might not know it was him. What the character of Cockknocker? Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know it was Mark. Even Hamill. with a lightsaber and a giant fist, mm. you might not necessarily know that That's was Mark very Hamill. True. Um, so we mentioned Tropic Thunder and Tom Cruise, but, like, there's a bunch of fake trailers at the start of that. And oh, one yeah. of them has Tobey Maguire in it. Mm. And that's a cameo, I <laughs> that's think. That's a cameo. That's true. You got a problem, Mason? In Ocean's Eleven there is you a scene. You got a that, problem remember, with remember that? The, remember there's a scene where Brad Pitt. Uh, teaches poker? He teaches poker to a, a bunch of young Hollywood whippersnappers yeah. and they're all terrible. Topher Grace is in there. Holly Marie Combs. Yep. Others. Uh, others. Somebody, one of the guys from Seventh Heaven. And that yes. show, What About Barry or whatever mm, it was called? Remember yeah, that yeah. show? What's wrong with this Barry guy? You know that show? No. What was it called? <laughs> Let me find. Anyway, keep talking. Just Google What About Barry show <laughs> and see what comes up. Uh, but again, that's the, that, the, so all of those real-life stars exist in a universe where there is both Brad Pitt, the famous actor, yes. and a man who looks exactly like Brad Pitt. Yes. But is a is a, you know, like a career criminal. Absolutely. But I guess... That is also a universe in which there is the actor Julia Roberts and a woman who looks exactly, exactly like, like Julia And not Roberts. just like a little bit. But com- identical. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in a show. His name is Barry Watson. Okay. And, he's, and he was in a movie called, a TV show called What About Brian? 
okay. between 2006 and 2007. There you go. And he was also in Wilfred, the TV series. Oh, American version of Wilfred? That's right. Yeah, oh. so there you bloody go, mate. Mate, mate. Anyway. Is Bruce Springsteen in High Fidelity? Yes. I have no memory of that. At the start, uh... He's just, he's talking like John Cusack's character who is, has a name. He's like lamenting about his breakup. <laughs> it's Rob. Yeah, it's Rob, Rob Cusack. Rob last name. <laughs> Rob, it's Rob Fidelity. <laughs> Wait, Rob, no, it'd be Rob Fidelity, wouldn't it? It would be. And he was yeah. always getting high in that movie, so. No, he gonna, wasn't. No, he was as far as I remember. <laughs> uh, why would they call it high fidelity? I, I mean, he was a drinker, but he wasn't even an excessive drinker. He was getting high on music, James. Well, that is true. I cannot. The fact, the fact that you. You couldn't even comprehend people getting high on music. That doesn't... You didn't even that, know Bruce Springsteen was in this movie. James, that speaks to your character as a man who doesn't love music. You didn't recognise the boss. So if, and even though they said his name. So you're telling me I don't love music? Mm-hmm. I was born in the USA, Mason. Oh, my God. I wasn't, but that was the name of a song. That's true. That means I love music. You were a working class man. You also weren't. You also weren't that. <laughs> no. You no, didn't go to case. I've got these podcasting calluses. That's right. That is true. Anyway, there's a moment where he's lamenting and he's like, he says something along the lines of like, oh, this is very like like a Bruce Springsteen song. And then Bruce Springsteen is just there and they just have like a chat. Is it an hallucination? Yeah, yeah. So he's not really there, but he was really there to film the cameo. Well, I think if uh, if they'd continued the High Fidelity TV series. Uh, the boss would have showed up. No, I reckon Bad Bunny would have shown up. <gasps> wow, that'd be amazing. Right? Yeah. He's like a nice guy, I don't know. Yeah, probably, I don't know. Also, he's got 40 million followers on Instagram, which I think, you know, that's a... That's a sign that you've had a lot of people. Yeah, people people will uh, will watch I don't think that always translates, you know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? You know the woman who did the Cinderella movie, she's famous and whatever, and then she did that Cinderella movie with James Corden, and people were like, we fucking hate this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that really famous person whose name I've forgotten. But she wasn't playing a Mexican wrestler, was she? I haven't seen it. Was it Camilla, Camilla Cabello? Yes. Yeah, okay. Scott Pilgrim mm. is a cameo fest. Yes. But uh, Chris Evans has a fun cameo. But are these cameos? I would say I would say these two are. Thomas Jane and Brandon Routh play the vegan the police. The vegan police. Okay, I would say that would yeah. be more because they're not even. They have half a scene. Yeah, really. they're not like ex-boyfriends. They're no, just the true. vegan police show yeah. up. <laughs> oh, wait. Is Brandon Routh an ex-boyfriend? Yes, he is. So who's the other vegan police? It is the guy. He's got a big mustache. You see him in lots of things. He's a delight. Uh, he's uh, he's Latino. He's in many things. God, not um. He's a famous that guy, and you go, oh, I love that guy, Michael Pena. No, he is a mustache. No. Oh, Clifton Collins Junior. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy. He's such a famous that guy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's in Boondock Saints. Yeah. And that's a that guy. Do you think this one counts? Leonard Nimoy is in Star Trek 2009. Like he's in it. But do you think that's just like is no? That that's a, a role because okay. he he um he uh he has a substantial plot. Uh, he has a substantial role to play in the plot. Yeah, he kind of kicks off the whole thing, yeah, doesn't yeah. he? And it's not like he's there and he's gone. Yeah. Like subsequent movies are like, remember when old Spock showed You don't up? just look at Old Spock's still that's around. That's true, they talk. Old Spock died, did you see? It was in the newspa- holo newspapers. The hologram newspapers <laughs> we right. all read and get delivered to us. Is that mm. how this works? Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> A hologram paperboy shows up and he throws it through your window. <laughs> Breaks your window for real. Even though it's a hologram. Uh, in Maverick, I actually watched this scene because I'm like, is this true? Donald Glover's in it. So there's a moment where Maverick gets robbed. Okay. And the guy's wearing a mask and you're like, is that bloody? Not Donald Glover. Am I, am I said the wrong Glover? Yes. Yeah. The other Don- Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Okay. Fuck. Uh, and they're not related. That is true. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, because they're obviously in um, 
fucking what is wrong with me? Lethal weapon. It's... My my coconut sugar has worn off. Yeah, right. My superpower to get me through this podcast. That's your Morbius blue blood. It's, <laughs> it's becoming less effective every week. You're getting less and less time before you need another coconut sugar. So he turns up and he robs some people, and there's a moment where they really look at each other, and then they're like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, mm. I don't know you or whatever." And they wouldn't know each other because it's a different franchise and it's the past, and they're playing different characters. Mm. But in real life, they would know each other, even if uh, even if. Danny Glover had shown up as his character from Lethal Weapon. Yes. Maverick still wouldn't have recognised him. No, he wouldn't have, exactly. Very true. But do you reckon Danny Glover would recognise Mel Gibson? Be like, you look like Riggs, but you can't be Riggs. This is the past and your name is Maverick. Oh, that's probably true, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, Maverick would have no context for this. I agree. Probably start blasting. Probably would start blasting. Uh, Chuck Norris is in Dodgeball. That was a big deal at the time. Guy sucks. Uh, Dustin Hoffman is in The Holiday. Okay. There's a moment where Jack Black is picking up different movies in the video store. Okay. And he's like, look at this. And he's doing like the song from the each Jack- movie yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right, right. Anyway. One Jack of the- Black in it. Yes. He's Jack he's Black. Off in a, he's, he's shooting off into the Jackosphere. <laughs> he really is at this point, 2007. Anyway, he does The Graduate. And Dustin Hoffman is there and he's like, he's, they just cut to him and he's like, I can't go anywhere, I'm bloody Dustin, I'm Dustin Hoffman or whatever. <laughs> anyway, apparently Dustin Hoffman was walking down the street and wanted to see what was being filmed and he knew the director and they just put him into the scene. And Jack Black went, as he does. Yes. I just want to. Mrs. Robinson, yeah. I don't, I like Jack Black. Yeah. I feel like people might think I'm making fun of him, where if anything, He's making fun of all of us. That first Tenacious D album is amazing. I, I completely it. agree. And maybe the second one is. I, I have nobody, done nobody listened to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, what else we got, Mason? Uh, James. Pick anything. Okay, God. I mean, not anything, mm. but it can be anything. Okay. Yeah. Cold player in Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, at the I'm end. skipping down a few. We, we're, we're, uh... Yeah, at the end they're, uh, they're like, we're doing this tribute album to, to the zombies or whatever. They cut what? them on the news or whatever. Oh. Do you not know music? I thought you said you knew a lot about music and I didn't know anything about music. Uh, I know music so I don't know Coldplay. <laughs> Ooh, that's a burn on multi-platinum award-winning. They're going to feel that. They're yeah, absolutely yeah. going to feel Coldplay. that. No, I like some Coldplay. Yeah. yeah, especially that first album, that Tenacious D album, really good. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, Deadpool 2 has both... Bra- they got Chris Martin in to do some rigging goo goos <laughs> Deadpool 2 has, I know, no comic book movies, but Brad Pitt and Matt Damon, mm. you know? Matt Damon's I like a know, redneck, yes. redneck guy. Mike Tyson's in The Hangover. Uh, I think that was a surprise, right? Was that in the trailer? I don't think so. Well, it was. I don't know. No, the tiger was in the trailer. Yes, yes, I don't yes. Know, Mike Tyson. Harold and Kumar, well, I think they all have Neil Patrick Harris, but the first one it was like a surprise, right? I remember mm. being surprised. And he's like a hyper-masculine, yeah. like hyper-straight dude. Kind yeah, of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've only seen two of those potentially three or four movies. Same. Agreed. Uh, John Depp is in 21 Jump Street. Oh, Jonathan Depp. Reprising his role oh. from the previous franchise. Is Richard Grieco also in that? I want to say he was in the sequel, but okay, I don't want to say that because I okay, don't know sure. for a fact. Mm. Um, did you know Glenn Close is in Hook as a pirate? She's got a beard and everything. They make her up to look like one of the crew. That's great. Yeah. And also there's a moment where somebody flies over somebody in London or wherever, whatever happens in that movie. Terrific. And a, a couple who are like embracing on a bridge, probably yes. in London, are lifted into the air by the magic and it's George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Oh. And that's fun because they know each other. It's true. Yeah. It would be weird if they didn't. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the magic lifted them up. 
and they're and they're like, look, oh, look, beautiful, and they're like, this is awkward. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know you. Yeah, we just have. We're both both contemplating leaping into the water. Actually, we've got a mutual friend in Steven Spielberg, but we ourselves we're not. Yeah, we do not yeah, get yeah, along. Yeah. Uh, Zuland has David Bowie, Billy Zane, mm. Justin Thoreau, who's also in Star Wars as well, The Last Jedi. Mm. Um, a Million Ways to Die in the West. Uh, it's an okay comedy, but it has Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown in it. And he's really? fixing the DeLorean. Like they open a door and he's like, I'm just doing a weather experiment and it's Doc Brown or whatever. Huh. But he's also like the age he was when that movie came out, which implies that he got stuck in the old West again. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's just going to die there. Just going to die there. You'll have no, that's to one of the ways to die in the West. You time travel back. Exactly. And your DeLorean doesn't work anymore and you die there. That's right. Mm. Now, and Wayne's World movie, we're kind of speeding through these because uh, Mason has to go to do a big work, don't you? I do have to do a big work. Uh, but, um, I mean, what else do you have to do? They're cameos. So what are we, what are we doing? <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Um, Wayne's World 1 and 2, they've got a bunch of people. But I think Charlton Heston's in the second one. Uh-huh. There's like an actor, like a, like a service station attendant, and he's doing the lines. And Mike Myers is like, can we get someone like with a bit more gravitas? And they roll in um, Charlton Heston. And it's quite fun. Do you remember How that? they get a Charlton Heston for that? Great question. Right? I don't know. They just did. I feel like Charlton Heston would be like, are you making fun of me? Yes, we are Charlton Heston. Terrific. I'll do it. <laughs> and Robert Patrick reprises his role as the T-1000. That's right. Yeah. In the first one. Yeah. He chases down uh, Mike Myers or whatever, and that's fun. Madonna's in Die Another Day. Oh, my God. Incredible. Is it? Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, Trump is in Home Alone 2. Mm, because apparently he required that if you filmed in his hotels. Yep. He, he demanded you film a cameo with him, mm-hmm. but most film directors would do that There's and then discard it. Yeah, yeah. that's but cool. This one made it. Nice. For some Great. reason. I love it. Uh, Bill Murray is in Zombieland. Is that, does that count as a cameo? I think the second one is. Yeah. But again, he was in the first one. I think it's a surprise, though, because you yeah. don't know he's in it. I also, I, you know what? I think it does count as a cameo because what? It's, it's not really, the plot is not contingent on it being Bill Murray. Mm hmm. They're just in a house that and Bill happens Murray to ha- be. happens to be Bill Murray's house. It's yeah. true. And a couple more to wrap it up, Mason. Do you want to bring us home in a big way? Oh, Daniel Craig's in Star Wars. Yeah, not that one. The next okay, two. <laughs> you don't have to do it in that voice either. <laughs> the, I think Prince William and Harry were supposed to be in the next one, but they had to cut them out or whatever. Okay. Yeah, that's a shame. Because you can't have everything, can you? No, that's very true. Yeah. Well, apparently those beautiful boys can. Mm, are they beautiful? Yes. I mean, by royal standards, but not by regular person standards, it's I would true. say. It's probably not true. Not to throw shade, Mason. Uh, Dan Ackroyd, of course, is in the Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. He's British. How do you get that? Dunno. Spielberg, probably. Probably Spielberg, No yeah. Spielberg and yeah. whatever. And it would be fun to know Spielberg. I think it would be. Mm. How do you do that? How do you know somebody? I wouldn't go up to him at a party. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. This would leave him alone, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'd need a very specific question about lenses or something. Mm, what co- and what, I, could, I could think. What could, prescription are your lenses? That's things? exactly right, yes. <laughs> I'm a big fan of cinema. What yeah, kind of glasses right. do you wear? <laughs> How do you see that little monitor? Is that a bifocal? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, oh, rounding it out big time. Yeah, I think Jimmy so. Jimmy Buffett <laughs> appears in Jurassic World. Boy, running, does he. Running away from dinosaurs holding two margaritas, as he would be as he flees Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. I think that's completely understandable. Mm. Do you think visits to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville in real life increased because of his appearance? 100%. And the appearance of Margaritaville in Jurassic World? I think it did nothing but help. Do you think that he did some sort of Jurassic World-themed margarita? Yeah. At- Margaritaville. It's called like Velociraptor 
but it's got alcohol in it <laughs> and it's a drink. <laughs> what do you think? Nice. I love it. I love it. I would have just, it's just called, a I would have just called it dinosaur drink, but I think Velociraptor, like it makes it seem more Ed, da- you're da- it. edgy and dangerous. Yeah. 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 You get it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what a great one for oh, the yeah. time. Let's keep going. What are we reading? What are we going to read? Yeah, segment. New segment. Not new. Original. Not to this episode. Mm. We've done it before. Mm. Westworld. Westworld, don't mind if I do. Mason, this is the segment of the show where we talk about things we've read or watched it or listened to. Yeah. Um, and this and week we I think both. we both read it and watched it. Mm. The movie Ambulance. Yes. Michael Bay is back, baby. It's just, just, he's just auteuring all over the place. He's the last great beautiful auteur. It's true. The last great action auteur. Uh, and so this is a, a movie in which uh, uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen II. Yeah. Uh, he is. He he's left a life of. Uh, he's left two lives behind, both being in the army and crime. Yes. But his wife needs some surgery. Uh, it's going to be very speno. It's going to be pretty speno surgery. They say this. This is surgery is going to be so speno. Really, doctor. Yes. Yes, very much so. Uh, so speno. And he keeps lying to his wife, like yeah, she's yeah. not going to find out. And she's like, "Don't go to Dan. Don't go to Danny for for help about he's this." He's robbed thirty seven banks, but and everybody knows that. But he's not in jail, and he has a regular job. No, we haven't gotten to this. Okay, so so so. Uh, spoilers. Our, yeah, spoilers is fine. Uh, her, uh, his pal goes. Uh, he goes to his 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 adoptive brother, who's played by the great Jake Gyllenhaal. Being Mysterio. He's doing his Mysterio he character. What he's a, a cameo. Bit, he's, he's manic and he's wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. So he is he is a career criminal. Because his dad was. Because his dad was. And, uh, but he all, he's also, but yeah, but and, and he says, Yaya goes to to Jake Gyllenhaal. He's like, can I have a loan to pay this hundred plus thousand dollar surgery? Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal's like, no, but... I'm going to do a heist in literally five minutes. Crazy. Do you want, do you want in on I, this? I lost a guy? Yeah. What? Right. I, and, and everybody, like, he's a famous bank robber. But as I said, he's got a job, like, yeah. minding cars. I thought they were his cars. Were they? Yes. I thought he worked for somebody or whatever. Uh, Didn't he? I'm, you know what? I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I, just the fact that he's not in jail, it, like, yeah. blows my mind. Well, I mean, you sort of have to. Here's the thing. I I, I think I enjoyed this for the most part. I, you know, I'll tell you. Yeah, I enjoyed let it. Let me tell you this, James. Mm. I think this movie came about because Michael Bay kept going to parties, big Hollywood parties, mm. and he'd say, hi, my name's Michael. I'm a film director. And somebody would be like, oh, my God, I love that movie you made. Where where it's it's oh my god it's in the city and there's the heist and the bank heist goes wrong yeah and there's just all the shooting and the cops are shooting and the robbers are shooting oh my god that movie's so Val incredible but, yeah it. that's right and he has to be like no that's Michael Mann you think yeah. of the movie Heat but now when people come up to him and go oh my god I love that movie with the bank heist and it goes wrong and there's all the people <laughs> shooting he go yeah it is good isn't it I did make that and it is good <laughs> actually so don't worry about it. it's uh, okay, here's the thing about this movie though. It's not as juvenile as, say, the Transformers Absolutely movies. Absolutely not. But I don't know if that is just if I don't know if that's he deliberately made the Transformers movies juvenile, mm. or his style has simply evolved to be less juvenile. But his pre-Transformer movies aren't as juvenile, either, right? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's still it is still fascinating that the 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 Michael Bay bleed through in this movie in the sense of like. Uh, what what characteristics should we give to the the FBI chief, uh, chief who's chasing these criminals? Uh, he drives a really little car and he has a big dog. Yeah. 
Do you want to give him a personality? That is the personality. What are you talking about? Yeah, we, I've done it. He drives a little car and he has a big dog. <laughs> are you fucking deaf? It's... <laughs> yeah, and there's also a few lines in this where he's like, I love the movie The Rock. I love, you know, he's like, I, yeah, love, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, whatever. And then there's a bit where the cops get out of the car and they're like, let's get out of the car like in the movie Bad Boys. Mm. Hey, man, it's your movie. You do what you want. Yeah, right. What do you think of the branding? Various oh, cars and watches. Cars and watches. and uh, Heineken alcohol-free beer. Oh, my God. Made there's a real a, point of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cheetos. That's the, I mean, that's the Michael Bay style, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think, and I, what I think about uh, their crew, even though the crew get wiped out quite a bit early and one gets his legs horribly mashed, mm. which was awful to say. Legs say. and groin. That's true. Is that all his crew, uh, they, they take the diehard approach as in they have little personalities mm. where you know each of them, even though yes. they're not in it that long. It's like, mm. oh, that guy's got the beard and that guy's the hipster guy and that guy's oh, the whatever. Oh, those personalities, yes. Yeah, but it's the same with diehard. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. each one of them, you even though you yeah. don't know their names, you're uh-huh. like, I can tell these apart. Yeah, yeah. Whereas often it's like generic men in suits yeah, and they true. all look like bouncers or whatever. I feel like... This has got a yeah. yeah. And look, and I think it, it again. It has it has the great Michael Bay look. Everything looks very crisp and good. Yeah, and the action sequence is really good. Any gun minute and has has been mentioned. You know, there there are some great drone shots where I think these days there's a lot of drone shots. But I think you know, and I think they're quite effective. Mm. And I think uh, you know, in in a, in a lot of instances, some of the stuff where you know there's maybe like a, a two men fighting on the ground and it spins around them, mm. what have you. That would be done with visual effects. And it wouldn't yeah. look as good. And or, I think or, or a person on a rope. Doing person a on a rope. Yeah. <laughs> person on a rope. But uh, you sort of have to buy into this idea that a guy is willing to do a heist with five minutes' notice and, like, he doesn't ask for a mask. No. Or disguise. D- disguises and masks are an afterthought in this. Like, as you mentioned, Gyllenhaal puts on a mask after he's already done the bank heist. Yeah. And everybody's seen him on camera and they've already identified him. Yep. What are you doing? Yeah. And as if you like, if you're a guy and you want to, you want. Bulletproof, ma- maybe? Yeah. Uh, surely not. <laughs> but like, if you're a guy who wants to pay for your wife's surgery and you live in Los Angeles, you've got a house there and you've got all this settled in, you're not going to go like, they're going to, like, they're going to find yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's madness. It didn't make sense to what me. You, what are you thinking? And look, would that's. Would be like, do you have a fake mustache or something I can put on? A hoodie? That, oh, that's not. A hoodie? A hoodie. Yes. Yeah, I think the, yeah, you're not supposed he's, to. He's wearing a hoodie. He th- doesn't even is, put up the hood of his hoodie. I agree. And there's, like, and they, the fact that, okay, so again, we're spoiling. Jake Gyllenhaal dies at the end and his brother lives because his brother, because Jake Gyllenhaal turns and he's like, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot the uh, the Ambo. It's an ambulance driver with us. Oh yeah, the heist goes wrong, by the way. And yeah, yeah. they end up in a in a in, in an ambulance, ambulance for two and a half hours, I think. Yeah, from yeah. Then on. With yeah. A, with a with a shot cop and a uh, yeah. and a, an EMT. Yeah, it's an adaptation of a different movie, foreign, a okay. foreign movie, a foreign movie. A foreign Are they movie? allowed to make those? No. Um, no, 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 no. And there's a moment where they're like, okay, we gotta, we got we gotta, we gotta lose the cops. So they drive to an area where there's a number of other ambulances there. Yes. And then they spray paint their ambulance green like it's fucking GTA. Yes. Uh, and then so they drive off. Yes. But like, just swap vans. Right. Like you could just get in a different man and van and drive, like leave the ambulance. <laughs> With there with the patient and the ambo, yeah. mm-hmm. and then just go. Yeah. I don't understand why they stayed in that van. There's a minigun minute. What do you think, Mason? Pretty good. And at the end, the ambulance. Ten out of ten. Yep. The ambulance driver's like minigun minutes either zero out of ten or ten out of ten. I understand. Yeah, and they do it. And then the end, the ambo's like, actually, I love my patients and I'm committed to my patient. Which she's like, I don't care what happens to my patients once they're out of my ambulance. So mm. I go and have a an alcohol free beer. 
That's right. Which is right, by the way. I think you have to shut that part off yourself. You know what I mean? To you do did that as job. a teacher. Yeah, I did. I don't remember a single thing. That's right. A single goddamn thing. Who knows yeah. what I said or did? Anyways, it's like an hour too long. I feel like it doesn't keep the pace the way that like speed does or yeah. die hard. I yeah, think yeah. there's a lot of like the cops circling them and they go under a bridge and then the cops are like, where are they? Oh no, there they are. Yeah. And that I didn't oh, look, I, I reckon if it didn't have the cast that it does, especially the main, the main yeah. two guys, no interest. I agree. Honestly. But it's, and, he, and, and Jill and Hall is doing that mugging thing that he ah! does, where he's like, I think he's just been allowed to be wacky on set yeah. a little bit. He's like, this is a cashmere sweater. I can't believe you fire extinguish it all over it or whatever. Yeah. Took it in a bank robbery. Yeah, right. What do you think? I mean, he had to pretend to be a bank manager or whatever. Remember? What bank manager wears a turtleneck? Great question. Isn't in LA? Are you fucking kidding me? Right? Ridic. If this is set in LA, it probably is. Well, it is because it's Ambulance. What? Ambulala Lance. <laughs> like La La Lance. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Do you want to do the next segment? Of the I show? do. It's it's letters. I invite you to do it. I'm gonna do it. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> Every other time I've had to force my way into this, but thank That's you. true. Here it is. Classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. I'm not afraid to admit that it is time for letters, Mason. That's very brave uh, And this you. is where we talk about letters that we've gotten from people we know or love. The listeners of this show. That's right. You can hashtag, we know them or we love them. You can hashtag Weekly Platter. We love you until you send an email in, at which point we know you, and then we do not love then you. Then we do not love you anymore. Uh, but, yeah, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail. Here's one. This is from James. Hello, James. Not you, though. Different uh, guy. Hi, James and Meso. Hello. Uh, fortunately not as a result of a horrific pot-induced accident, <gasps> but I'm sitting here in accident and emergency and just wanted to thank you for your Moon Knight recap vids as I just invested some of my dwindling phone battery on the latest episode to keep my spirits up. Nice. A uh, quick pod topic idea. Could you do an episode on your favourite early or obscure roles by big-time stars? Yes. Yes. James. That's from James. Okay. That's, we, I think we could do that. Absolutely. I we could do it. Yeah, we're not yeah. cowards. We'll do it. No, we're happy to do it. And mm. good luck in whatever has befallen you then. Yeah. I hope you're doing all right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. On podcast related, so probably vlogging related. It's probably is. Probably yeah. his lighting rig from vlogging fell on him. Yes. Also, just want to point out, we got uh, we got an email last week about how a person and their girlfriend they called us that those trash guys or whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was listening back to that episode because I liked to every now and then. I'm like, I don't feel like I gave that the kudos that it deserved. <laughs> I just kind of went, okay, yeah, next. Yep. I think I might have been looking up a piece of news as I was you oh, were explaining yes. that. So I just mm. wanted to say that I acknowledged that email and I enjoyed it. That's very brave of you. Thank James. you. Anyways, this is from Troy who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hey, James and Maso, the other week someone asked me about Knight Rider. I wanted to bring Chariot, a graphic novel novel by AW Studios, to your attention. A movie is in development and big Knight Rider vibes. Chariot. I saw the cover. I it also looks, saw the cover, yeah. super rad and cool. All right, we should get copies of that. I think and, we should uh, too. And read it and let people know what it's And like. if we don't like it, we're going to throw them all the way, all the copies, we're going to find them. If you have a copy of that and we don't like it, send it to us because we will destroy it. We're going to find it. We're going to throw it down the drain. That's right. Big, big, big drain. Big drain. But uh, mm. no, thank you for the recommendation. That that looks good. I will I will check that out. What else have you got, Mason? Very good. What else? Let's have a look. James, let's have a look. I'm waiting. All right, great. Do you want me to do a tweet while you wait? Yes, please. Uh, this is from Oh Danny Boy, the pipes, the pipes. Uh, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I genuinely don't know what I'd do without you fellas. Snap, I guess. I'd probably snap. Sometimes <laughs> during the workday I go hours on end without any positive human interaction, but at least I've got Mr. Sunday Movies and at Wikipedia around. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. And much. I hope that, uh, I mean, that sucks. Yeah. You know, I need something. He's like, I fucking hate this place. 
every goddamn day I'm seeing these faces. This is guy work from home, so I get that a lot, obviously. <laughs> so I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, that's right. You know? No, I've worked in an environment where you're like, God, I hate this. God, I hate this so much. I hate everybody here. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the oh, problem. Oh, because it's, it's at every workplace you've ever worked at. That's right. <laughs> and if you hate every workplace you've ever worked at, it's you probably. That's right. Oh, this is from Ken. Hello, Ken. Uh, subject line, The Northman. Sorry to disappoint you both on wanting to visit Iceland, but most of the film was, uh, most of the movie was filmed in Northern Ireland due to COVID restrictions. From Ken, well then I don't want to visit I've Iceland. I've been at all. to Ireland. Was it like that? No. Wow. There was not a single volcano. My goodness. Yeah, that I saw that day. Anyway, now Mason, I know you do have to rush out. So do you want to just take one of the outros from another episode and Collins can put it in? No, I'm not kidding. Let's do it. Wow. <laughs> what do you think? Now let's bang it out. All right, folks. <laughs> Nice. There we go. That's good. That is del- that is delicious. We'll put it on one of them. Anyway, yeah. folks, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We very much appreciate it. Well, now I've completely lost momentum. Could have put the thing in. That's very true, but I, I shan't be doing it. Folks, thank you so much for liking the show, subscribing to the show. Thank you for telling your friends about the show. Thank you for leaving a five-star review because it helps other people find the show. James, you got any reviews there? Yes, this is from D-V-F-G-D-H-V-B-J. The best podcast ever, they say, giving us a five-star, which you can just do in app. Nice. The best podcast out there. I loved them in 2016, and I love their YouTube channel. Thanks, man. And this is from Mousecorn, who says, Two groovy dudes. These guys have had good fun and are not idiots. Been listening to them for years, and I only thought to give them a review now. Thanks for all the laughs, guys. Will you ever do a live tour in the U.S. after COVID? Sincerely, your pal from Milwaukee. Uh, Miles. We are idiots and maybe. Maybe, yeah. No no immediate plans. That's true. And I was talking to somebody today about travel and if if you have to go to Melbourne or literally anywhere in the world other than New Zealand, it takes fucking forever. Mm. Folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod. It makes you feel small how big the world is. Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet Pod discords and reddits. Uh, you can follow our pal Rob Collings at Rob Collings on Twitter. Yeah, at the this. Weekly Planet on Twitter. You can follow me at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and uh, Nick Mason on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Chuck in a buck or any menu. Uh, you can also go to bigsandwich.co. You can sign up for nine US dollars per month. You get all sorts of bonus podcasts and movie commentaries and early videos. We love it. We're having a great time over there. Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all, those, all our musical themes. Uh, you can buy T-shirts on Public. You just uh, search for The Weekly Planet. Give it a bloody look-see. Next week, Doctor Strange Multiverse. Oh, my God, it's here. It feels like ah, it really snuck up on us. Right. I can't wait. Uh, everybody, get to your, grab your tickets and your popcorn and go and see a movie if you want to see Grab us. your tickets. Uh, Don't let them go when they say, can you see your tickets? Go, ah, ah, no. Get away from me. Ah, I'll kill you. Okay. See you later, everybody. Bye. <laughs> nice. Big finish. I, I agree. Like yeah. That sounded like a big finish then, didn't it? <laughs> Ooh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 